0: Hey everybody, Joe here. Uh, I just want to, at the top of this, uh, I want to dedicate this episode uh, here on this Mother's Day to my mother, uh, Lori Jean Valdez, uh, who I lost uh, just recently. And uh, yeah, uh, she was a great person, and uh, we all owe a lot to her, those that know her and love her. Thanks, Mom. Love you.
1: Lots of guys can make me laugh and show me some good time. They treat me nice and want me by their side. Lots of people call themselves my friends and that's all right. But you're the only one I really decide. You're. The Your love away, you leave me high and dry. Cause, baby, you're the only one can make me cry. Now, lots of people talking at me, tell me what is right. And lately, I just don't know what to do. that matters is if you're with me at night Everything's alright when I'm with you
0: everybody welcome back to the show this is radio gripe i am joe
2: i'm jen thanks for joining us
0: uh yeah we took a couple week hiatus uh had some things going on uh but we're we're back back on back, track
2: back at it again with our bullshit
0: sure yeah and uh here to here to just just talk just gripe you know all the things um
2: a little slurpy ASMR sounds for y'all.
0: No, y'all love that.
2: Got my
1: coffee.
0: I guess first off, I want to say, uh, you know, this weekend, uh, the 8th and 9th, we've been having the Black Sparrow garage sale uh, over there. We went yesterday and checked it out. That was, it was a good time. Got to see Trev Wren doing some live music. Uh, got to meet uh, Lavelle from Queer Taylor. Uh, another great show that's been on the network for a little bit. Uh, it's been a really good time, and uh, we we uh, made away with some deals. We got a cool looking lamp and uh, a, a projector screen. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's about sixty seventy years old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Looking made, forward
2: to made an the last outdoor movie night.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you wanna wanna bring up? Check in, or should we just kind of jump straight to it?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll make this. I guess we'll make this quick. I got a lot of got a lot of chores to do around the compound uh gotta gotta get this place tidy for uh, uh mother's day barbecue uh having two moms over later uh shout out to the moms um but uh yeah gotta go ahead and uh, hose down like hose the chicken poop off the deck and into the soil uh get out there uh, turn the compost chuck the chickens all the good stuff so let's get this done.
0: Word. Uh, so uh, before, before we start, you know, kind of jumping up and down and screaming at you over things, just how, how we do if you've ever listened to the show, uh, I should point out that the opinions expressed here on Radio Gripe are not uh, the opinions reflected by KBSR uh, on the whole or any of the other people. Maybe they agree with it. I don't know. You can take that up with them. You can take it up with us. Uh, we got an email or you can get at us. That's we are trying show at gmail.com. And we got an Instagram account that's uh, Radio Gripe TX. So, uh, yeah, reach out to us there and uh, let us know what you think about the show. Uh, come one, come all. I dare you. Um, I'll jump in right quick with a little bit of an update because a few weeks ago, you might remember, we talked about right to repair bills uh, around the country and one particular one in Colorado that had uh, unfortunately failed. Well,. The thing is, is that uh, Congress had approached uh, the FTC for uh, their opinions on all this. Uh, The FTC sent a 56-page report to Congress, uh, which says in part, there is scant evidence to support manufacturers' justifications for repair restrictions. Uh, Also, in response to manufacturer claims about potential risks, uh, the report points out that no data has ever been supplied, proving that Now, obviously, you know, when people start tinkering with things that they don't fully understand, uh, of course, there's a possibility of hurting yourself. Um, you you can hurt yourself from using a can opener wrong. Yeah. That
2: capacitor, uh, in the can opener, that is going to hold a charge.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe you, if you use the wrong charger on a MacBook, the fucking battery will swell up and rupture. That
2: definitely happen.
0: Now that's not necessarily a right to repair thing. That's just planned obsolescence and Apple, uh, sticking it to you. So, uh, yeah, fuck Apple pretty hard. Um, But obviously, the way to reduce those kind of risks to the general public as a manufacturer would be to provide education and information to people, you know, so that they can avoid hurting themselves when dealing with the things that they legit paid for and are theirs now. Um, So obviously, the corporate argument is more about protecting intellectual property. But interesting thing about United States IP law, it allows for product owners to circumvent software locks and copy programs if it's done solely for repair purposes. So essentially, the FTC is recommending some further codification of existing law, and it, uh, it is part of their job to enforce antitrust laws and go after monopolies. So it is good to see them calling companies out and fighting uh, for the everyman there. For sure. So stay tuned on that one as it develops. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I would really like to see uh, diagnostic materials, uh, certain tools, and everything else uh, be made available to the public, even if it's not, even if it's not at Walmart for everyone to go buy. Uh, independent repairmen should be able to get in on that without needing to be uh, an authorized or sponsored, uh, you know, representative of John Deere or Apple or whomever. Did you hear about the Love Is One cult? No. So this was an interesting little one. Um, we'll just kind of pop, pop this in there. Um, the Love is One cult. It's a New Age uh, hippy-dippy thing out there in Colorado. And I think, you know, they've got people in California also, too. Uh, they've been in the news after the discovery of one of their members being turned into a shrine after their death. Uh,
2: so this isn't related to Dr. Bronner's soap in any way.
0: Uh, no, I do not believe so. Okay, just checking. I don't know where Dr. Bronner is uh, based out of.
2: Or if he has been sainted.
0: Uh, I have no idea if that person is alive or not. Um, long story short is that uh, Love is One peddled colloidal silver as a coronavirus cure through Gaia's Whole, whole, whole Healing Essentials, LLC. Um, and the FDA shut that down. Uh, but it's believed that they still consumed it. Uh, and this poor lady with a cancer diagnosis trusted them over doctors. So, we're still waiting on an autopsy to confirm the presence of colloidal silver, but some sources say it's a pretty safe bet.
2: So, correct me if I'm wrong, um, colloidal silver is a sort of panacea that will cure um, everything. Look, Cancer, uh, AIDS. I don't,
0: I don't know what colloidal silver necessarily is, how it's made. Uh, the one thing that I think I, we really know about it is that uh, it is lethal whenever you have too much of it. Uh, I guess like, like everything many out there.
2: is lethal when you have too much of it. What I've seen in the past um, is that continued, but non-lethal um, uh, ingestion of colloidal silver will, I guess, permanently tint your skin a sort of silvery blue color.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how we which got Smurfs. Is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds fucking awesome uh, for all you fucking Avatar cosplayers out there that want to want to live a life i don't know that it'll help you grow a tail that is used for sex stuff but i mean uh fingers crossed huh
2: is it is it dangerous i guess anything is if you consume large enough amounts of it i mean yeah i i think the real danger here um when it comes to ingestion of colloidal silver is foregoing treatment that might otherwise uh help you um with with your cancer diagnosis or whatever else you happen to be going going through Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah um well, yeah, but I just wanted to mention, though, that they did, um, uh, th- this woman that had died, they did kind of, uh, post upper body. There's, they're also theorizing that they actually transported the deceased from California to Colorado, which that would be a whole another uh, crime, I bet. Um, but yeah, kind of propped her up, uh, in a cross-legged fashion. Uh, her, her eyes are gone, likely due to decomposition. Uh, her, you know, teeth are exposed from the, uh, skin shrinking back and everything else but they put some glitter makeup around where the eyes would be and they strung up Christmas lights everywhere to make it nice and festive.
1: Oh my
2: god.
0: Yeah, no it's fucked up, dude.
2: Please, this is like the ending of
0: Hereditary one
2: of my favorite movies of all time.
0: They referred to her not by her name, uh, but by uh, the moniker Mother Love
2: Wait, so uh, if I could just take it back a tick, they kidnapped her corpse or were they? I don't
0: believe they kidnapped was it but she... i do think that they secreted it away
2: oh uh, sec- sec- secreted it
0: not secreted <laughs> it secreted it secreted it, it
2: was this in compliance with her dying wishes i guess we just don't know I, I
0: don't know that anybody knows that at this point um she had fallen out of contact with her family mm-hmm. um you know she's got some uh some children that are adults that had been trying to reach out and find her for uh, some time now and weren't able to and then uh, I believe they finally hired a private investigator. And this is who what the private down.
2: investigator discovered to yeah. no doubt the children's horror.
0: Yeah, yeah, surely.
2: Well that's yeah, that's uh, that's a doozy Joe.
0: That one's a fucked up one, right?
2: I'd kinda like to know more about the one love cult.
0: Yeah. This I it's the kind
2: of thing they do for fun.
0: Yeah, I uh I didn't find a whole lot on them. I don't I don't really know, but also I didn't want to uh Dig in and be be too much of a ghastly kind of like rubbernecker at that whole thing. Sure. Uh, I, I think That's that you could that probably taste. you could probably get a good idea of what they're after by just knowing that they're a new age group that uh, is science deniers, you know and uh, yeah they' they're off in some shit.'ve they've, they've been declared a cult by uh, law enforcement and people who you know former members. Uh, so they have all the, all the makings and trappings of, of a cult is what is what's being said
1: your need Jesus. In your ways. you know that he's coming gonna be See you standing there in your fancy clothes Don't you know that you're gonna die Your motherfuckers need Jesus But the devil's in your soul The Father, the Son, and the
0: But moving right on, so maybe you live in Texas, and you've been hearing about uh, some legislation lately. Um, I don't know. There's there's some stuff in the works. Texas is is kicking woke philosophies out of the classroom. Uh, House Bill three nine seven nine and Senate Bill twenty twenty two are worming their way through our state's political gully works, and they aim to ban teachers from using any anti racist material. Basically, uh, the Senate Bill says this. No teacher shall be compelled by a policy of any state agency, school district, campus, open enrollment charter school, or school administration to discuss current events or widely debated and currently controversial issues of public policy or social affairs. Uh, So they're really taking like a a top-down no at every step approach. Uh, You cannot acknowledge the world we live in, essentially. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, runner-up for Worst Texan several years running, said in essence, uh, the critical race theory and similar concepts have no place in Texas schools. I think that we should face the truth, though. When people like Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott are in power, critical thinking of any type is unwelcome. Uh, These guys are crony capitalists at best uh, with a theocratic core that makes them reject almost anything in the 21st century. Uh, But, of course, it's the backwards Christianity that they're into, so you get nowhere talking about compassion with them, as evidenced by some more recently passed bills that basically outlaw visible homelessness. Soon people will be subject to fines and jail time for existing in public spaces. So that stuff had already kind of passed through. Even though, you know, uh,
2: yeah, me- we had talked about Prop B. I'm, I'm disappointed to hear that it passed. I, I just wanted yeah. to say, yeah, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the 1619 project uh, produced by the New York Times.
0: I do not, but that is referenced in this legislation this also. Is,
2: this is something that Republicans have declared war on. Basically, um, it started in uh, uh, 2019. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones, that might not be how, I've heard her say her name uh, uh, a whole bunch of times, but I could be mispronouncing it. Yeah, they came up with the uh, the 1619 uh, Project, which is, you know, a podcast that uh, explores the legacy of the slavery in America. And it has been introduced to the curriculum in uh, various schools, but of course, Republicans are kind of on a thing about uh, we, we shouldn't explore the – we really shouldn't be learning about any negative aspects of the uh, uh, history of the United States mm-hmm. because
0: um, – it's a bummer, man.
2: Because you know, America, yeah, uh, we, we can never forget um, uh, freedom. And our our own Mm -hmm. exceptionalism and um, therefore discussing the actual history of of America is is, is a taboo subject. Teaching kids to hate themselves and to hate America.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know that anybody's uh, trying to teach hate. I think that the idea behind it is that we're trying to acknowledge hateful acts which which have been done and are documented uh, in history. But, yeah, that is one of the points being brought up here. Um, and instead of critical race theory and, you know, uh, these these critical historic views uh, that are that are coming up uh, in this legislation, it, they only want to promote, uh, I believe they phrase it as uh, classical history. So classical American history and America's challenges and how we rose to uh, meet those challenges and, and make exceptional standards for the world. So uh, some some actually very kind of nationalist talk uh, is is essentially what this legislation comes down to is really just, uh, you know, uh, making propaganda a little bit more part of the core curriculum there and making sure that there is uh, not not a debate about any such thing. I think it's really ridiculous that in here, it you know, it specifically says that any kind of current events which are uh, controversial uh, shall not be broached in in schools at all you know yeah
2: i think we can i think we can all agree that the people who uh should be making the decisions about the curriculum all across the united states are definitely legislators and not uh educators
0: yeah well and you know we have a we have a tricky part with that too um i mean this isn't something that i dug into for the episode but i think that most of us know uh, to at least some extent when it comes to Uh, Textbooks for the nation, they're essentially picked by some people here in Texas, Uh, and it has something to do with the way that Texas gets to choose what kind of uh, curriculum they teach. So manufacturers of textbooks really kind of need to gain the approval of Texas, the certain like education board in order to get their books in Texas. And because they don't want to have to make different books, they just kind of take that as the norm and they hand that off to the entirety of America.
2: And um, somehow, time after time, we end up with not a whole lot of teachers on the Board of Education. Yeah,
0: like hardly any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember some years ago when Rick Perry was governor, I think um, at that point, I don't know that there were any educators uh, on the board <laughs> Board of mm-hmm. Education. And I remember some of the arguments there. Uh, some extra historical figures that were trying to be brought into social studies and um, world history. And the reasons for uh, these people not being included was because nobody had heard of them. And it
1: yeah, that kind of
0: seems like a reason to me to go ahead and include them in history if they're being underreported <laughs> on, especially when it comes to uh, you know, folk heroes of Central and Southern America mm-hmm. who, you know, fought with farmers against oppression and uh, everything else. But right, they were
2: not including uh, including Cesar Chavez in the uh, curriculum, for example. And that right. was something that they wanted to remedy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, kind of no surprise there.
2: Socialists. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess also, I'm not sure if this is one of the bills you mentioned, but the uh, Texas House was up till 3 a.m. Uh, trying to pass a Republican-backed voter suppression bill, mm-hmm. uh, which they did pass with some uh, Democrat amendments, um, making, among other things, it uh, f- uh, for it to be a felony to give someone a vote-by-mail application form unless they have specifically requested one. It's a felony offense that you could end up in prison for, yeah, uh, in I addition to hefty fines.
0: Heard about that. For
2: trying to, um, you know, for, for, I guess, making uh, a clerical error um yeah but uh and again these are not ballots they are vote by mail ballot applications which is not a ballot um it would be up (laughs) to that person to submit the application if they qualify for um
0: uh, absentee voting there are so many so many fucking roadblocks that they're putting in every day
2: they're trying very hard and um Purity of the ba- See, uh, Re- Republican Representative Briscoe Kane had, uh, you know, said this is this is a sort of prophylactic, this is a preventative measure, or uh, to control the voter fraud that has not yet occurred but mm-hmm. is almost sure to,
0: almost certainly,
2: um, and uh, was using the phrase, uh, you know, they wanted to keep the uh, purity of the ballot box intact. Um, He was asked if he knew the origin of the term, uh, which comes from the Jim Crow era, when purity of the ballot box meant disenfranchising people of color. Sure. Keeping that that ballot box nice and white. Um, He said he did not. Um, That language has since been removed from the bill, and the bill has passed. Just one more instance of some of the sweeping voter suppression laws that are being passed all across the country. Uh, To prevent the election from being stolen once again as it was by uh joe joe biden and the communists from around the world uh in the most recent presidential election
0: uh which is still getting debated over there in arizona if i'm not mistaken has you not heard about this they're they're undergoing um another audit uh kind of just like really refusing to let go i just want to kind of like cite this one piece i forget what this is from, um, but I'll just uh, here, here's a quote: uh, Arizona is committing all the same sins that Trump supporters have been denouncing, using a brazenly partisan process run by apparently unqualified parties, with procedures kept secret and subject to change. Observers are being asked to sign non-disclosure agreements. Reporters have been kicked out of the site, and the exercise is being largely funded by interested outside parties even though the Arizona legislator recently passed a law that prevents local boards from accepting outside funding. Hmm. And uh, yeah, over there in Maricopa County, Arizona, uh, there are people that are just really still fighting and fighting and latching onto this idea that the 2020 uh, election was false or that it was rigged. And uh, Arizona, that was one of those uh, states that I believe it was uh, Fox News declared for Joe Biden. And that was kind of you know kind of sign in their own death warrant on that a lot of the maga party has now is now starting to denounce fox news uh as being globalists and fucking everything else uh because of it and uh, apparently arizona's pretty hardcore about denying things
2: <laughs> yeah so uh matt our boy matt gates um has teamed up with our our uh, q special lady um representative marjorie taylor green she's scary uh well apparently you are uh intimidated by strong women
0: no i I think strong women are great i mean she's insane (laughs) i mean intimidated
2: by strong insane women as you have proven time and time again okay (laughs) every single time
0: anytime uh, i get coked up up and
2: start doing reps yeah Uh, you just, you just fucking Homer Simpson into the bushes, uh, every fucking time. And, uh, you know what, uh, quit, quit being a cuck. I don't know. What are
0: we, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, they've teamed up, uh, this, this powerhouse duo, um, fast fucking friends. They've teamed up for the, um, America first tour.
1: Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. they
2: were in Florida recently. Uh, coming, coming out swinging to uh, some some ACDC tracks. Marjorie Taylor Dream, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green asking the crowd, Marjorie
0: Taylor Dreamboat. Am I right? Oh,
2: yeah, asking the crowd, who is your president? To which the crowd answered, obviously,
0: Trump. That's. I, I wish that at least a few people got confused and said Biden. Oh wait,
2: Trump, Trump, Trump. Uh, Biden. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean,
0: isn't it so funny? I can, I just want to break in real quick. You remember back when uh, in Bush's, I want to say first term, uh, I want to say it was Fat Records uh, put out these shirts with a picture of George Bush and it would say, not my president. I had one of those shirts mm-hmm. uh, and I remember uh, getting getting called on it by bus drivers and all kinds of people around <laughs> Salt Lake City uh, being like, you know, like he is your president. If you live here, like, you know, and. Yeah, that complete policy shift, uh, that as soon as, as soon as little baby fucking Republicans don't get what they want, they're ready to like, just lay down on the ground and throw a fucking tantrum, uh, because, because they don't have shit in their diaper. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the issue is, but, uh,
2: I just, I just don't see that a a Trump twenty twenty four is, is a thing. I I don't understand how they, I think he's going to be 83 years old, um, and probably not in great health. You know, I,
0: I, I would love to see him tumble down the stairs of Air Force One. So go ahead, put him in office again. I fucking dare you.
2: Well, I I just find it ironic that the QAnon candidate has teamed up with the uh, currently under investigation. Uh well child sex trafficker child trafficker uh, yeah, this is yeah. a guy that paid prostitutes and also uh, had an ongoing relationship allegedly ongoing uh, relationship with a 17 year old girl who um, he paid for her travel expenses for her to follow him around mm-hmm, on his mm-hmm. various I guess campaign stops
0: yeah but um, Allegedly, it is being investigated. He has not been convicted yet. Yeah, it's uh, but big, also, because the
2: deep state is attacking him, right? This, there, this, there
0: seems to be a fair amount of evidence. This
2: investigation started under the Trump administration in uh-huh. um, the Trump...
0: Uh, oh, wait. Did they start a task force to find, uh, like, sex crimes, and then they started, like, just looking around the room? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait. Um,
2: yeah, he's he's happy to to make make his little jokes on the tour about this uh, as well.
0: And I already know how CNN's going to report it. Matt Gates has wild parties surrounded by beautiful women in the villages. So just get ready for it.
2: Really, the joke there is that he would have sex with uh, a woman of age, I guess, of, le- <laughs> yeah. of legal age. Right. It's because it's a retirement community.
0: He likes to party.
2: He likes to party.
0: Let's get down. I'll say this. Uh, I, I do appreciate whenever, uh, you know, like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates or just these far right people try to do like a call and response with their audience. Um, I mean, it always works out, but I'm just I'm just waiting for somebody to yell out like, and you all know what CNN is, right? And it's quiet. And one person calls out letters <laughs> like I, I really want those moments to happen. Uh, you know, or just like for, for the cluelessness to kind of shine through. Uh, but I guess they, they keep it pretty simple, uh, when they do those things too. So they're, they're really kind of allowed to, to have the back and forth of, of the, you know, just absolutely repetitive, uh, bullshit points.
2: I mean, when you have a very chant friendly audience, it's kind of <laughs> easy to lean, to lean on that. Hey man, you can always...
0: I like a good chant, you know, but yeah. it needs to be a good one. Not a racist one.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think just screaming "USA" over and over again. Like
0: I said, a racist one.
2: It it's not. Um, I it's, it's not an exciting chant.
0: Uh, apparently, not for you, communist.
2: If we could get a little bit of rhythm in there, um, maybe some tonality.
0: Yeah, like maybe do it, do it on the three and the five.
2: Oh, you could do like a USA. Do a little, and some choreographed movements.
0: USA, USA, USA.
2: USA. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing.
0: I honestly don't know what the fuck we're doing. You said. Hey, here's Joe with the station break for you this week. I want to say thanks for listening to our show, Radio Gripe, and thanks for listening to KBSR, Black Sparrow Digital Radio. Uh, You know how we do. We're fully independent. Uh, we got a Patreon community that's really awesome, that helps keep everything going here. You can go be a part of that. uh, Go to blacksparrowmusicparler.com and look for the Patreon link. From that website, you can also stream the radio 24-7. You can also get the Black Sparrow app in the Play Store. Or if you're using just uh, any other random uh, internet radio app that has streaming radio, uh, we're on tons of those registries also. Um, so yeah, you can go check out all the nice programming there. And if you're a Patreon, you'll get updates on special events that are going to be coming up that we'll do for Patreon members. Uh, those are going to be, you know, like maybe live shows or just kind of like swag or whatnot. And uh, yeah, if you get on the social media, then you'll just hear about all the great things coming to the Black Sparrow. Uh, music parlor the actual venue we're also going to be opening up a uh, little zine a uh, chat book as it's being called uh, doing hard, hard press publication uh, that's something i'm really looking forward to uh, so get on the social media for them and for us to check out updates on that obviously i need to thank uh, trevor and the Mitchell state fair for giving us the use of that song dying in texas and alex cuervo of the spectro static and also, Eerie Family and Hex Dispensers, and a bunch of good stuff. Go listen to all that stuff on uh, Bandcamp or his website, uh, Spotify, you'll find them. So, thanks to all the moms out there uh, doing, it, doing your thing, doing the best that you can. Uh, we all really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, and with that, I'll let you get back to the show.
2: we got the daily show sparring with Ted Cruz or Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, the Twitter, Twitter fighting with Ted Cruz. Yeah. There's probably not worth bringing up.
0: I don't know. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of fun little stuff that just kind of like makes me kind of smirk and chuckle. Maybe like a Ted Cruz thinking he's fucking funny. Uh, getting called out by everyone. A couple of weeks ago, there was this great thing, uh, Josh fight. Uh, we talked about this a couple of days ago. Um, that was like the kind of thing that you really like to hear. Uh, and I don't know if you dear, uh, listener have, I almost called you a viewer, uh, have heard about this, but, uh, there was, a, there was a really Epic Josh fight and, uh, a couple of years in the making hundreds of Josh's gathered together. Uh, and, uh, it ended up being a, uh, it, it started as a joke, you know, just on the online it started stuff as there,
2: a, um, a Facebook messenger joke that became mm-hmm. a viral, uh, sensation.
0: Yeah, and turned into a uh, charity event, and eventually the winner of this 100-strong uh, Josh fight was, uh, I believe, a seven-year-old uh, who who won the day and was crowned with a, a paper crown from Burger King. Uh,
2: and they raised uh, some, I don't know, uh, $17,000 to hmm. donate to a children's hospital that had uh, previously treated the... The, top Josh the, the goat, top Josh. the Goat Josh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I believe that was the title that they uh, gave him. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun, and you can uh, look for that for all kinds of pictures of all the festivities and everything. Uh, that was a fun little moment, you well, this know?
2: Is, I mean, we like to talk about these type of things. Uh, we don't want to talk about the coronavirus crisis in India and the mass graves. That's a, and that's how a
0: big one that I figured I would need more time
2: produced massive amounts of the vaccine that is mm-hmm. yeah i guess been exported and not yeah. uh being used in india um it's really fucking tragic what's happening um there are there are places where you can donate unicef project hope um yeah it's a it's a really horrible crisis
0: yeah it is it is very bad and it's uh, i think it it speaks to some of the larger problems that we see uh in, in the world today, where one of the uh, one of the largest manufacturers of this life saving vaccine is not really able to, I feel like do it under their own uh, discretion, you know, and
2: uh, yeah, I'm not really sure why, except that it's probably a money thing. I would uh, think it's whereas in the meantime we have, I guess you know. Uh, enough of the vaccine here in the U S and it's looking like we're actually never going to achieve 70% immunity here. Um, probably not considering that some 40% of, uh, people, you know, have decided that they just, um, really don't want to take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what percentage of those are are never going to change their mind or what percent of those are just on the fence. I kind of figured this is a problem that would solve itself eventually. But, um, yeah, I was probably being naive about that. Well, I mean, there are places where uh, the they do have uh, plenty of vaccine to distribute and no no one there to receive it. Right. So that is something that is happening um, in particularly rural parts of the country.
0: I suppose time fixes all things uh, in its own way, inevitably. Um, But we we were hoping for, uh, I don't know, a little bit more like uh, human togetherness and kind of fighting this. And we we haven't seen the most of it so far. I think uh, the the population of the U.S. is uh, a little upwards of 7 million. Is that right?
1: Sure. And
0: uh, I want to say it's only around 2 to 3 million that have been vaccinated, might be more. So I don't really know where the number is going to ultimately lie. Um, and those those numbers are just kind of based on recollections. It I could be off.
2: Oh my on that. God! Do not let me forget that I have my appointment tomorrow. Okay. I just suddenly was like, Oh God, when is it? Oh, it's tomorrow. Okay, right. can't forget.
0: Um. Well, we can talk a little bit about, uh, you know, that struggle. Uh, not not to get too deep on it, but COVID is kind of like the uh, the pivot point uh, for. What else I had to talk about? Um, Tucker goddamn Carlson.
2: What fucker? Oh, God damn it. All right.
0: What? You had a thing? No. You just don't I, want to hear about I just him. I
2: fucking hate that guy. Yeah.
0: So, Tucker Carlson. Primetime maniac and prime example of what a butthole would look like if it were confused. Uh, <laughs> as,
2: yeah, that's accurate.
0: <laughs> as, uh, he's really been putting in work on uh, making things worse in addition to comparing mask wearers to sex criminals and encouraging violence against them, uh, he has also made indirect claims about COVID vaccines causing death. Um, you know, and he just posits this there, there is a really big, uh, it's getting stronger and the resurgence of what and people that are putting out a lot of like kind of bad faith, non questions, uh, as a way of kind of leading thought and then saying, wait, well, hey, I'm just asking questions, you know, um, so that's what he's been doing a lot by going on air and saying, like, like, have we seen the numbers of how many people that have been vaccinated have died? And, yeah, he pulled numbers um, from this uh, VAERS. It's the Vaccine uh, Adverse re- Response uh, Exploration or something. They're basically just taking uh, individual reports. They they don't really talk with um, health agencies, uh, but they take individual reports uh, from People about adverse vaccine oh, like, like reactions. You're talking about like
2: anecdotal stuff.
0: Yeah, like they like they have a hotline where people can reach out and talk to them, but they're not they're not talking with doctors and healthcare providers as much as they are talking with everyday people who are going through uh, the the run there.
2: They are talking with people who died after taking the vaccine. They
0: are talking with the dead people. <laughs> um, but no, they have they do have stats because uh, family members of deceased can contact them also and be like so you know like you know this person has died and blah 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 that yes they had their vaccine i don't know if that's linked that's probably happening more and more where people are reporting it saying like i don't know they just got vaccinated and now they're dead um
2: prince uh, Prin- was it prince albert or prince andrew who just died
0: uh prince philip philip just died yeah uh, he
2: had received the vaccine not two weeks uh before he uh died at the age of 89 um so
0: yeah so when it comes to the fact that we are targeting some of the oldest and and people of, of feeble health people at risk we are kind of making sure that they are vaccinated it those are actually inevitable
2: a, that a high some population people of people are going to die within some period of time of i would having say received the vaccine
0: statistically more likely than uh you know, younger and more healthy demographics of the population. So that's actually like a funny thing. And the stats that, if you look at it, that's
2: why we don't. That's why we don't just use correlation to uh-huh, determine uh-huh. what's what's true and what's not. Exactly. Obviously, he also had breakfast that morning, and I, I think yeah. that you know that's something we we all need to be aware of and watch out for.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he made those claims, uh, pulled some stats without bothering to contextualize any of it, and uh, in the slightest and presented those stats to stoke fears about vaccination and the interesting part is that even many fox personalities uh spoke up about it encouraging people to trust science uh, over blustering assholes like carlson
2: i mean this is why they're run by the deep state
0: this was uh one of their guys even he tweeted out like like did you know that most people like 99.9 percent, blink before death some mere moments. Yeah. And yet none of us talk about this silent killer. Yeah, yeah. Blinking. <laughs> so, um uh, but unfortunately all of their tweeting will never it'll never rival the kind of reach that Tucker Carlson has in the social consciousness. Uh Fox News has zero interest in holding him to task over all of it, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, I I th- I used to think that they got rid of Glenn Beck back in the day because he had gotten too crazy. Um, because he seemed to be so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a loose cannon. Um, but I guess his well, he he was costing them advertisers, and that used to you know mean something. Now, I guess you can sustain a network just based on uh, uh, you know, pillow sales. but uh, yeah, I guess his popularity had been waning um, also, and um, that was, you know, one of the factors in them uh, kicking right. him off the net the network, uh, whereas, Tucker Carlson is very, very popular. Um, oh, yeah. You know, if he finally becomes too problematic for Fox News, he can always go to OAN or Newsmax or, you know, well, I guess, you know, what could be the newly christened Trump network. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what's, what's down the pike.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's a quick aside. You, you saw that he's now launching his own, like, uh, social media platforms, and it's he's got, like, a site out now, uh, it's, and it's from the desk of Donald Trump. And he's lauding this as like this is the place where all all my people will come in to gather online. Um, it's just, it's a parlor, fa- or no? It's a website that he make made. Make their own platform. It's just a website. It's a blog. Yeah. It's it's not an app. It's not a it's, thing where people can join and talk about. He's basically putting up graphics that you can then share to your Facebook and Twitter. So this is a way for him to do a workaround because uh, he had his. Uh, ban reinstated by facebook uh just a couple of days ago so he's made his own website with I shareable picture, links I picture to his, that it's like a geosite with you know, you know
2: gifs and or what was that popular blogging site that probably still is i don't know like
0: angel fire or, yeah yeah <laughs> myspace yeah trump space uh well but yeah uh back to it the closest that Fox will ever really get to calling out Tucker Carlson for his shit is uh, when they have to go to court. So in 2020, there was a slander suit against Cucker Cucker Fartson. That's what I wrote. Cucker Fartson is his name now. Uh, and lawyers. It's not at all childish. No. <laughs> I think I intended to do that differently. I was going to say, I was going to say a lawsuit against Cucker Fartson. Excuse me. Tucker Carlson. I always do that. Um lawyers for fox explained that he is not remotely credible <laughs> they said in part the general tenor of the show should then inform the viewer that carlson is not stating actual facts about the topics he discusses and instead engaging in exaggeration and non-literal commentary mm. that's what their own lawyers have like argued in court uh mm. for and you know in defense of him unfortunately i believe the judge saw it the same way i don't think that slander suit went anywhere uh they said that they persuasively argued the point that uh
2: that, that, that you point. should be
0: skeptical while watching his show right um which is bad news for anthony antonio real name one of the capital rioters uh, whose lawyer is claiming that six months of watching fox news had radicalized poor mr antonio so it seems that this guy did have a come to jesus moment during the riot uh, at one point he saw a Police officer uh, with a bloodied face being pulled into a crowd where he was tased and beaten by um, patriots, I think is what these people like to be called. Mm -hmm. Um, But the rioters, the whole insurrection at the Capitol, this guy was there. It's documented. He's being charged over it. And his defense from his lawyer is that uh, Fox News radicalized him and that uh, they put the words of President Trump, who has responsibility in this and other people like Tucker Carlson uh, yeah they they drove him a little nutty and that's why he went to the Capitol that's why he was there and at this moment where he saw you know this uh, officer getting attacked he knew that he should help him and he didn't but that's when he he says in his claim that you know he realizes that it was all wrong and he shouldn't be there. Um, so
1: is
2: that ongoing?
0: Yeah like that that defense, that case is just barely opening up, and this is the defense that they're that they're lobbying. There's that, in fact, is so kind of like ongoing that I couldn't find much info on it. Like, uh, I, you could find a picture and a few things, and uh, and just an affidavit, a, a part of a uh, deposition from him and and his lawyer, which kind of just kind of lay out some moments where uh, he's only doing things because somebody else with a media badge is like, oh, it's okay, you can get up onto the scaffolding. And i that, mean i i you know, think
2: i think it was um uh, i can't remember his name right now q q shaman
0: yeah <laughs> fuck him
2: um yeah very similar to his defense as well right, uh, right not that fox news radicalized him but that he trusted what the president said and he heeded
0: uh his, yeah.
2: his uh, call to action mm-hmm.
0: yeah i wonder if that guy's he's probably out on bond by now um but, yeah, uh, it's been crazy. And there's there's been a few planned uh, – you know, there's still uh, the Trump train of going there. And there's been a few, like, uh, White Lives Matter rallies that have not been getting anywhere, any kind of traction, uh, which that sucks to see. But it's good to see that there's not much movement behind it. I think that, you know, what needs to be looked at here more broadly is, A, uh, Fox News and Newsmax and Donald Trump and uh, the idea of kind of hiding behind journalism when you're not at all journalism. Uh, I think that we kind of need to take a more critical look at that and and what we accept uh, in that sphere.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't have it both. Can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. And this is a criticism that we used to be lobb- lobbied at uh, the Daily Show too, where. You know at the end of the day they would say hey we're a comedy program right um we're not res- we're responsible for
0: giving uh, you facts
2: credible journalism we're yeah. we are a comedy show um but at the same time they were they were filling that that role
0: yeah oh i we've all known a lot of people uh that, that have uh said oh i only watch like john stewart i get all my news from the daily show like well, way, back when I guess you know? they ran
2: a poll and asked some people some questions and it turned out that daily show viewers who didn't uh, engage with uh, a lot of other news media were nevertheless better informed than fox <laughs> viewers who don't engage with uh, a lot of other media
0: yeah um, could have told you that but i'm glad they ran numbers on it mm-hmm. so uh, you know we need we need to have some of that and uh i forgot what the other stuff was but we, we really have to uh yeah not not forget about it it's it is important to talk about uh tucker carlson and uh these assholes and uh kind of keep him in our sights and continue to call them out i think can't shame
2: the shameless yeah son of a bitch Yeah, all I got after this is uh Elon Musk uh, appeared on SNL, hosted S N L last night with Miley Cyrus. Um I don't know. I tried to watch a couple of these clips. Uh I I think I absolutely picked the wrong one. I picked uh Gen Z Hospital, uh that sketch. No, that was bad. Uh couldn't kinda of keep on that uh train of watching any of these. Um sketches with elon musk after gen z hospital left a bad taste in my mouth but there had been some controversy uh preceding his um hosting appearance um people uh thinking lauren michaels you know kind of a shameless ratings grab um you know this is a similar thing we saw when they you know they hosted uh trump and took a lot of criticism Uh, obviously they they got pretty good ratings. I don't think SNL at this point is ever really gonna win over the uh conservatives if that's what they're trying to do. And uh I don't I don't know if they're gonna win over the kids either.
0: No. I mean, he's kind of a detestable dude, right? I yeah. don't know who who fucking likes him.
2: Uh people people do. I've uh Pete Davidson was one of those that said he doesn't understand the controversy. Elon Musk, he's he's making the world better. He invented Tesla and he's you know we're going to mars uh i don't see what the problem is uh elon musk had tweeted that he was going to appear on snl and uh said tweeted let's find out how live uh, saturday night live really is uh to which Bauer yang is that right um, i
0: don't know the cast of snl had
2: tweeted uh what the fuck does this even mean ad bryant just uh retweeted bernie sanders uh, a Bernie Sanders tweet talking about um, how it is a moral obscenity that uh, 50 of the wealthiest uh, people in the world own uh, more than the, the, than the bottom half. So making, kind of making a, a, a pointed uh, tweet there, it seems like, um, in reference to Elon Musk hosting, um, doesn't really think it's a good idea. Uh, besides the fact that Elon Musk is a billionaire, um, you know, what else might make him kind of an asshole? I don't know. Just like a whole bunch of things that probably a lot of people don't follow. For mm. for me, it was uh, some years ago um, when he inserted himself into the rescue effort of the oh, uh, kids, in, uh, the, the Thai soccer team kids that were trapped in the uh, underwater cave. Yeah. Elon wa- uh, did want to swoop in with um, hastily built... Tube. Uh, submarine uh, situation that uh, ultimately didn't pan out um a heroic cave diver uh, was able to rescue i believe all of the kids uh, elon musk feeling kind of jelly uh publicly called him uh, pedo keeping it classy um You know, he's also been a spreader of uh, COVID misinformation, vaccine misinformation, Mm -hmm. uh, complaining about any type of pandemic restrictions, Um, left California in a hissy fit to uh, relocate his factory in Austin, Um, violated COVID uh, safety protocols many times, uh, you know, infecting hundreds of Tesla workers uh, on the line um, with COVID, little mini outbreaks there. Right. Uh, He has tweeted... Mocking, um, gender pronoun preferences, uh, seems to have tweeted some, some kind of MRA adjacent stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. before Grimes kind of shut him down. Um, Elon, maybe don't, I, I literally just shout out your baby. Uh, could you not come with that energy right now? Yeah. Shout out your baby. Man, I sound like an asshole. I don't know why I use, (laughs) I don't know why I use language like that on Mother's Day. Someone cancel me already! Jesus Christ! Someone needs to shut me up. I'm a horrible person. Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck about Elon. Um, that he's not. People have described him as kind of a, a charisma black hole. I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but he's not a professional actor or um, comedian. And very often, you you are going to end up with these kind of whatever shows when you have somebody on who's a public figure, who's mm-hmm. not, um, you know, anywhere in the entertainment industry. Trump is at least entertaining to watch. Yeah. Not very good at reading cue cards in a sketch. Uh, we prefer to improvise. Um, so annoying for them to have had on the show and um, – You know, arguably legitimized his presidency and and helped put him in the White House, too. But, yeah, I did think this was interesting because Elon Musk has been repping uh, uh, Dogecoin.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the
2: wrong word. Um, Um, He's claimed that he was going to um, have Tesla invest in some, you know, 50 million worth of Dogecoin and uh, accept Dogecoin for their products. I'm not sure if that actually ended up happening uh, but every time he, Elon tweets about um bitcoin or dogecoin um that has a tendency to drive up the value of those cryptocurrencies in anticipation of his upcoming uh SNL appearance dogecoin um the value of dogecoin went up some 75% and then plummeted uh about 9 minutes into the show
0: oh
2: it, i don't know it's very mysterious that's interesting uh Dogecoin holders are, you know, nervous and they're, it's hard to say what's happening there. But it was during the his opening monologue where he brought his mom onto stage at um, is his first mention of uh, Dogecoin, where she's like, he's like, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. You know, I got you something. And she's like, I hope it's not Dogecoin. Uh, and he says it is. It's shortly after that, that it plummeted 30 <laughs> percent. And um, that would be at 11.45. Um, it came back a little bit later um, when he goes on to Weekend Update okay. and uh, implies that it's a scam or a hustle. Um,
0: so really, just like the, the the presence of him in the public sphere is enough to manipulate the price of this. It's yeah, insane.
2: very much so. Yeah. So very stable cryptocurrency. Very stable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God.
2: Yeah, at 1222, Robinhood tweeted um, that they were having trouble processing people trying to drop their Dogecoin, mm. uh, indicating that during that time there was a stampede occurring. Yeah. Yeah so yeah i guess
0: people felt like probably as soon as he got on they're like i want to get out while it's high because by the end of this episode he might do something to ruin dogecombe entirely like that could that could have been he's he's
2: accidentally i guess plummeted his own stock uh Mm -hmm. on a couple notable occasions right so
0: yeah you know you listed off uh, uh a litany of things uh and and I agree. Those are all really bad moments. Uh, but also, I really hate when he put that fucking car in space. <laughs> that, like, it's just dumb.
2: Put the Tesla in... Is, is the Tesla still... Um,
0: Probably. They're
2: rotating I don't know. Uh, in the uh, stratosphere? I don't I, think
0: that they would let him do that.
2: Did they actually put a car in space, or was that just a marketing campaign that was made to look like they did do that?
0: It is both of those things. It is actually a car in space that was part of a marketing program because this is when he was launching spacex and so he took one of his cars and put uh, a mannequin of an astronaut in it and uh what i'm told is that they did have sorry to tell you this they had starman uh by david bowie play on the radio and you know they had a camera up there so everybody could like watch that and everything
2: Elon Musk haters will not be invited to the utopian society that uh, will be created on Mars. So I would just like to take this opportunity to say I am not one of
0: those. Yeah, no, whatever, dude. If if Atlas ever actually shrugs, he ain't gonna fucking make it. Mm. I mean, yeah. If the whole if the whole this is a thing. If society kind of like crumbles in this way of of war between haves and have nots. And we end up just kind of, like, detaching ourselves from it. There's no way that the haves can actually fucking fend them for themselves. And that's, like, the the stark truth of it. That was my
2: problem with Atlas Shrugged. When you get to the utopia that they built in the valley, wherever the hell they were. Yeah. um, I'm just like, look, this isn't making a lot of sense. This is a relatively new society. It is completely... um, I mean, I'm not trying to do a whole book report and it's been a long time since I read this book, but uh, I feel like there are things that Ayn Rand is overlooking here. Um, and and just in this scene where um, Dominic and Daphne, listen, I'm probably fucking, I'm probably conflating.
0: I actually never read it. Main so.
2: characters are in their perfect society that is completely independent of the rest of the world. They're doing it themselves. Uh, they get up and they have breakfast that includes orange juice, and smoke some cigarettes, uh, and uh, talk about how refreshing it is to to have jettisoned all the takers, and, and mm-hmm. they're living their perfect uh, dream in a, in a maker's only society. I'm like, where did you get the oranges? Do you have mature orange groves in this mountain, in this fucking valley? uh do you where did you get the tobacco who's like who is right who are the people it's all about the unexceptional people who make society function because it seems like you've only invited industry tycoons to your 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 perfect society party
0: yeah i don't know if there's like it was just implied that there is some kind of actually like free market and open trading
2: there's not supposed to be any open trading with the outside world
0: okay yeah so yeah. Okay. Look, I know what y'all are saying out there, but Joe and Jen as a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow. Um <laughs> the the idea behind it is that uh, Elon Musk uh and uh Bezos and fucking all of them uh they are not entitled to the sweat of your brow. Uh and that is more what the mentality is and that's how people get away with becoming fucking trillionaires.
2: I think we know who the real takers are.
0: Yeah hello you're basic <laughs> <laughs> in
1: 1982 on Christmas day Santa gave a seat a brand new Commodore I used my to make fake IDs and buy beer and jr We're the save me. Do you think you can save me? Do you have the power
0: That's about it for the show. I was gonna say something about uh, NYPD needing to give back their robot dog. What? They had a robot dog for a hot minute, and everybody got freaked out. And they're like, "All right, this is like Black Mirror for real. Mm. The police are using robot dogs. Those and,
2: robot dogs are freaky." And they were
0: man. like, "They're like, hey, they're not like weaponized or nothing yet." <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to give the robot dog back. So, want, want.
2: Back to to the lab that created it
0: yeah uh boston dynamics i believe the leaders in in robotech shout out to our sponsor boston dynamics no not really
2: they need to make those robot dogs cuter before we allow them to be armed and patrol the the city streets yeah
0: i'm pretty sure it was boston dynamics that made the robots for that black mirror episode oh yeah yeah i mean some of it was just cgi but some of some of it was were actual yeah yeah was pretty it's pretty
2: horrific
0: a little bit and uh pretty horrific that's gonna do it for the show
2: thanks for joining us
0: yeah everybody um once again i'll just say real quick thanks to trevor and the mental state fair for giving us the use of that theme song dying in texas and to alex cuervo of the spectro Static for all the great thing he do and uh yeah maybe we saw you at the garage sale maybe not what I hear is Black Sparrow will be reopening soon as a venue open to the public as uh, we get further and further along the lines of safety because Woohoo. we are doing pretty good here in Wilco so uh yeah maybe we'll see you at the Sparrow um, that's the show bye
2: happy Mother's Day <laughs>